Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. As much as you can, I think you replace uh, digital relationships with real ones because that's one thing that I heard again and again was that social media makes people feel bad. Just looking at those idealized, filtered pictures, it just gives you the sense that everyone else has it figured out. And so I think if you're able to actually have these real conversations like you all have, it gives you a more realistic and accurate idea of what's going on around you. Hey there, welcome to The Road to Somewhere place where we get to talk about adventure and life-changing and exploration and transformation. It's about not necessarily knowing where we're going, but having the faith that the journey will be worthwhile. I am Lisa Oz. And I am Jill Herzig, and I am 53 years old. How old are you, Lisa? Oh, good Lord. I feel like we're at an AA meeting. I'm, yeah. I'm 56. <laughs> All right, so there you go, everybody. Those are our ages. Lisa and I have often discussed why the hell women don't talk about their age. When you can just find it online it's in true. two seconds. Google, Lisa Oz, very old. <laughs> Jill Herzig, not quite so old. But pretty old. <laughs> and doesn't get Botox, so looks really old. <laughs> anyway, I guess I just feel like, it's funny, when I was the editor of Redbook Magazine, I wrote a um, kind of last-minute editor's note about being honest about my age. And at the time, I think I think it would have been like ten years ago. So I would have been young. like super young. <laughs> except it felt like it was a big thing to admit it. Um, but I, I I was telling everybody my age, and it just felt stupid not to talk about that. So I did, and our PR um, team. 
uh, came down to see me in my office and said, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, yeah. (laughs) And the fact that they were trying to stage this intervention made me even more sure that I wanted to do it. And it turned out to be, I didn't say anything profound, but it turned out to be, if, if anything I ever wrote went a little tiny bit viral, that was the thing that went a little tiny bit viral. Anyway, I just raise it because we're talking life stages and life changes. Yeah, I think it's something that we as women in particular struggle with. I don't think guys have the same pressure around it. Anyway, our guest today is going to help us <laughs> deal with the issues around being modern women. She's an award-winning freelance journalist. She's written for Time, National Geographic, Traveler, oh, the Oprah, uh, Oprah magazine. We, You know that one, Jill. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the New Republic, Billboard, just a slew of magazines. And she has a new book called Why We Can't Sleep, Women's New Midlife Crisis. Ada Calhoun, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. So we talked about all these articles you've written. The book actually came out of an article for O Magazine yeah. um, that you wrote about Gen Xers. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that article and and, and how the world responded. <laughs> well, I got a call um, from an editor at Oprah.com a couple summers ago, and I was having, like, the world's worst summer. Talk about, like, a moment of crisis. Um, I was just miserable, and a bunch of freelance work had fallen through, and um, wasn't sleeping at all, and I was just um, pretty miserable and broke. And um, this editor called and said, you know, I want to talk about what's happening with Gen X women. Everyone I know is struggling. Um, and I was like, well, you know, the timing is right. I need some work, and um, and I'm pretty curious myself. And so I just started looking into it at all the forces at work on um, women our age. And um, what I found, I, I just, it kind of blew my mind. And I wrote this 6,000-word story for Oprah.com, and it went um, so viral, I couldn't believe it. It was like, hundreds of thousands of Facebook shares in like two days. And um, friends of mine said that it was like their entire Facebook wall. It was like people sharing it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just realized there was like, there was more there than just 6,000 words. So A takeover of <laughs> miserable women at midlife. Well, I, it, it, what it made me think of was like, it's something we don't talk about enough. And I think when there's an opportunity, I think um, women are ready. Definitely. So, so talk a little bit more about what was going on in your life. So... Slowdown of work, mm-hmm. and attendant lack of money. Yeah, and I had always had this fantasy, like, because I'd been freelance for about 10 years. I'd been an editor-in-chief of an online magazine, and then I'd gone um, freelance and become a ghostwriter and written my own books. And, you know, I'd, I'd had, like, critical success and all this stuff, and I, I'd felt like things were on the rise for a while, and then all this stuff just started falling through. Um, and I'd always had this fantasy, like, oh, I can go back to a job. Like, I'll just, I'll fall back on corporate life, you know, and go get an editor job. Because when I'd left 10 years earlier, there were some of those. And then I decided to go back, and there were none. (laughs) I was really surprised. Like, I got called in for a couple interviews, and one was for, like, a teaching job that paid, like, $100 a class uh, once a week. And then another thing was for a magazine, I won't mention, that was, like, basically starting level salary. Um, and I just, I was like, oh, so my industry is created some, at some point when I wasn't paying attention. Um, and that's not an option. So this was like my fantasy for what I was going to do when everything collapsed um, with freelance and it wasn't even there. Yeah. So I was like, what do I do? Do I change careers? Um, do I, you know, go back to school? I just had all these, um, these things on, uh, that I thought of, but none of them really seemed super feasible. I had 
one child I was helping with college and one who was in middle, going into middle school. And um, my husband's an artist. So I'm the breadwinner. And it was just the amount of pressure that summer was just um, overwhelming. Yeah. In the book, though, I felt like you kind of mounted this case that it's that financial pressures and economic pressures, which have uniquely, you know, impacted Gen X women, uh-huh. not just ones in the publishing industry, although you and I have been through that particular firestorm. <laughs> Off mic, we can discuss the uh, yeah, Yeah. I mean, lots of, lots of industries have been disrupted. It's true. But it goes beyond the economic, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that I was really surprised by um, was just how at every turn um, Gen X women, so basically, and when I say Gen X, it's women born from like the mid-60s to the early 80s, but I feel like sort of older millennials and younger boomers tend to relate to a lot of it too. Um, people in this group, um, a lot of them were children of divorce, which of course is can be emotionally rough, but then also financially, it can be devastating. And especially in the 70s, a lot of times the men left and the single moms were left to raise the kids, and it wasn't it wasn't the way it is now with the that co-parenting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was you know at least half of my friends, more than half um, in the city probably, um, and so you have suddenly no financial support. Um, a lot of those kids didn't have a college fund um, uh, going into being adults, and then you know graduate into a recession. Many of them, um, and then it, sort of at, at every point, like just were smacked back down. So um, we're just kind of climbing up corporately and then um, dot-com bust and just about to buy a house and housing market crash and or just already had just bought a house in many cases. Um, I can't tell you the number of of people who are in this um, demographic who are underwater on their houses. Uh, And just just bad luck, just bad luck nonstop. So I would not, I would postulate that Difficult financial circumstances have been around for a really long time, mm-hmm. and the, or probably universal, right? The caveman, the cave bust. You know, <laughs> I'm sure this has happened for a long time. Yes. Um, certainly, that our grandparents were growing up in the depression, the depression totally. had difficulty. Um, but I read an article. It was actually a blog. Um, do you know who Tim Urban is? The name sounds familiar. And he talked about Gen Xers and the reason that it is so much harder for them than anyone else, given hard circumstances, is expectation. Mm -hmm. And the level of expectation being so far above what they actually achieve. And so it's that gap that makes you unhappy, Mm -hmm. not the actual circumstances themselves. Do you agree with that? Yes. So in the book, I talk a lot about this, um, the expectations we were given, especially as young women um, growing up uh, during Title IX and 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 with feminist mothers in many cases um, who were part of the second wave. And we were told, like, you can be anything, even president. Um, And this was drilled into us from a very early age. And there were all, there was the famous Anjoli perfume ad with (laughs) with the, you can do all these things. Look, you can be sexy and you can have a corporate job and you can have children. You can do it all and still look fabulous. Not Um, only can you, but you kind of should. Well, I think that's what happened to us. I think we were told we had all this opportunity and this one, um, this one uh, expert I talked to, this shrink, uh, who I thought was really so smart, she said possibilities create pressure. That it's it's not like you don't want the possibilities, but they come with just this um, this sort of mantra and this mandate to do all the things. Um, and I think what happened with us as a generation is we had this mandate, this pressure to do everything and do it beautifully um, and never letting them see you sweat and all of that, um, but we weren't given any support to make that happen. So it's not like the workplace changed to make it easier to have kids at home while you did all these things. It's not like 
um, men changed that that much. They changed a lot. They're much. Um, they do a lot more childcare, but nowhere near half in most cases. And so, you know, you, you have you have all this pressure. You have all these expectations for yourself, and then you get to middle age, and it hasn't been easy. It hasn't happened for everybody. Um, and then, what do you do? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk exactly <laughs> about that. What do we do? Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Before the break, we were talking about the stresses and pressures and expectations put on particularly Gen X women with Ada Calhoun. I want to dig deeper into those. And and you had suggested that you might have a clue as to what we can do about it. (laughs) Um, Well, I really do think the first step is to do what you all do so beautifully on this um, podcast is talk really frankly about the situation. So not without... And which is what your story did. It got women talking. Yeah. And I think that's that's step one for all of this. What kinds of things were they saying? Um, They were saying, you know, this is me. This is, you know, and a lot of them were saying things like, I had this vague feeling of unease and I didn't know what it was. And they felt like talking about it in this way, talking about it generationally, um, put a name on it and mm. and help them see it more clearly. Um, and also, I think they felt like 
they weren't alone, which is so important. Um, and they also felt like they weren't they weren't crazy. They weren't. Um, it wasn't that they had personally failed and done something wrong and and not worked hard enough. Because I think as women we tend to think, oh, if I just keep working, I, if I keep doing more things, eventually it will all come clear. Um, but that actually sitting back and reflecting uh, was what they needed to do. Hmm. I mean, it's funny because sometimes I think I'll have this experience when we're interviewing guests or preparing to interview guests, and they do give you this sense that there is no obstacle you can't face, there is nothing you can't overcome. And while it buoys me and it <laughs> and it energizes me, and I learn so much from it, it's interesting to switch the focus to, you know, these obstacles are real. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fully acknowledge them, it's actually hard to muster the energy. Well, yeah. You know, there has to be some moment, too, of saying, like, you know, there, there's, some, there's some shit that happened. Yeah. And I gotta, I, I'm working through it. Right. And, and maybe not all of it can be um, meditated away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so. And I think one thing that a lot of women I talk to said is that, the, um, that self-help sometimes makes them feel additional pressure that not only are they facing financial trouble or marital trouble or feeling overwhelmed with home and um, work, but then on top of all that, they have to meditate or they have to do something else. And if they don't, they're not actualized enough. Um, and it's their own fault if they're having trouble rather than a sort of unsustainable situation. I think there's also this idea of, well, I I adore him, but Joseph Campbell popularized the idea of following your bliss. Yeah. And there's this idea that if you're not doing what brings you the greatest joy, you shouldn't be doing it. So you approach your job when you're lucky enough to have a job even right. as something that is a drudgery. And mm-hmm. so it, I think it increases the unhappiness even if you have something it's good. It's the expectation not, gap yeah, you were talking yeah, exactly. about. You're going into work on Monday with this expectation that— it should feel incredibly fulfilling, and you should find your purpose there. Yeah. And then it's just Monday at the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, one question that I kept hearing from women was, like, um, once they'd really started exploring this was, what is going to be enough? Like, when will it feel satisfying? What will, Like, if the kids all get into Ivy League schools and they become corporate president and they, all these things happen, will that—and they have a million dollars in the bank— Will that be enough, or or where's where's their number? And I think a lot of women from our generation don't don't have an end goal necessarily. So do, are we mind. moving the goal line on ourselves? That's what I kept hearing. I kept hearing women say that that um, you know they would they would be secure, they would have they would be so lucky. Um, like you said, it's it, well, it's not the depression. Um, they might have an IRA even, and um, and then it wouldn't feel it just wouldn't feel safe. And I and I. I wonder, and I talk in the book a little bit about how we grew up and all the instability between the divorce and the crime rate and the missing children on milk cartons <laughs> and the latchkey yes. kiddom and all of that. There was just this real sense of danger and and loneliness, well, I think, it, for our generation. The 24-hour news cycle started when we became aware, or you, you're a little younger than I am, um, became aware of the news. You know, yeah. cable news. Because when I was growing up, even when I was like a teenager, you'd get your morning paper. It was you know, the New York Times or whatever. Right. And, you, and that was the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and your didn't... parents would sit down in front of McNeil, Lara. Right. Peter Jennings <laughs> yes. was my, in my yeah. household. <laughs> but that was yeah. it. It wasn't and it, then when, when Peter stopped, that was it. of yeah. news. Yeah. And now something's happening in Bangladesh and you feel like it's happening in your back yes. lawn. And so I think that increased anxiety that's is right. perpetual. I think that's totally right. And I think also just the work, the work day never stopping. I mean, when I had a, a job... Um, at a magazine, it was like 
when I opened my phone at six in the morning, there were a million emails. And when I closed my eyes at night, it was right after looking at, you know, a million emails. Yeah. And it just felt like there was no, there's no rest. There's no break. And, and so I think that is new. And what I tried to do in the book was just talk about all the different things that are new about being a middle-aged woman today that are different from our mothers and grandmothers. So there's a lot that, that's the same. The hormones are the same, um, you know, feeling pressure, dealing with aging parents, dealing with kids, all this stuff. But I think what you identify as one of the big changes, which is just you're never off the clock. Yeah. So what's the, I mean, uh, we're, we're trying not to be reductive and, you know, unthoughtfully self-helpy here. But how are people helping themselves out with this? Yes. No, and I think it is really important not to just dwell in the dwell in the misery and all the bad news. I yeah. think it's that's the first step. You like look at all the things that are rough and cut yourself some slack because you realize that you you are facing some stiff headwinds in certain areas. Um, there were three things that I found helpful, and um, one was getting support, which comes in like a lot of forms. Like for me, it was starting a club with some other women journalists. So we meet once a month and we just like help each other out and we do readings and we um, and we have agents and publicists. And and so it's like networking, but it's really just us sitting around drinking and having <laughs> a moment of like... Oh, I'm so happy to hear you checks. call this what it really is. <laughs> <laughs> drinking and gossiping. Um, yeah. So, you know, and that has been, that's given me so many new wonderful friendships that have been sustaining in, on every level. Um, and so I think support, and, and so it's not just friendships, although I think that's a huge part of it, um, but, you know, getting more help at home, however you can get that, um, whether you're rallying family or paying for it, um, just really investing in in getting help. Um, you know, I got a therapist, I got a good gynecologist, I got a good accountant. I, you know, I kind of assembled a team mm. of help, which I didn't have before because I thought, oh, I can do all, it all myself. Um, the second thing I think is the expectations part, which I just think is so huge. And I think that's what facing up to the reality is, really helps you do is just thinking like, why am, do I have these expectations for myself? Like, why do I think I'm supposed to have all of this effortlessly under control? Maybe I'm not. And I think that's so liberating. Um, and I just think that and empowering and, and, and just once you can let yourself, let yourself go a little bit, um, and stop working so hard, honestly, um, and then the last one is just realizing this is a period of time that's been hard for women for generations, that, that middle age, because of the hormonal stuff that we go through, which people don't tend to talk about very honestly, um, it just can be, it can be very fraught. And I think um, realizing that and realizing that it will end at some point is, um, is a huge step. That doesn't mean it's going to get better. <laughs> it will end and then you will become a really old person. Although, I mean— <laughs> much older people tend to be much happier That's people. True. I think no, I think fifty, according to my husband's statistics, like is the super psyched for my eighties. The happiest you'll ever be is at fifty, apparently. According I to I started rising at fifty, but I've seen is there's this dip, like, and I think for women it's right around forty, early forties, and then it climbs back up. That definitely resonates. With oh, me. The, the, it's funny. I remember the when I was going through a particularly tough time. My mother was dying of cancer. I was the editor-in-chief of a magazine. I had two kids who mm -hmm. needed a lot from me. And um, I honestly thought my head would fly right off my body. Mm -hmm. And it didn't. <laughs> but, um, you know, some it, the wear and tear was showing for yeah. sure. And I talked to the um, mom of a friend of mine, and she said, this is a really tough stretch, mm -hmm. and it lasts a really long time. But it doesn't last forever. Yes. And it was such a short conversation and so incredibly helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Susan Scopetta, for <laughs> listening to me. <laughs> so what role, what, since it, 
a lot of us are navigating this with either a spouse or someone close to us, a family member. What? How does it impact our intimate relationships? Mm-hmm. And how can we use those to support us in mm-hmm. this? Because we don't have the traditional roles anymore. You don't have the strong, you know, masculine mm-hmm. man to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, at least most people don't. And so you, there's not that to to lean on. Yeah. I want to talk about intimate relationships, how those help us when we come back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Before the break, I've been stumbling into personal <laughs> relationships because that's what I like to talk about. So we're here with Anna Calhoun, and I want to just ask you, what what is the role of intimacy in this period of turbulence in our lives? <laughs> um, well, I think it's essential. I think it's having someone on your team and having somebody, you know, if it's, if it's not a partner, because, again, a lot of women of our generation don't have partners, and um, there's been this rise of singledom. Uh, but whoever it is who's going to help you out, I think Which is another need, expectation that's a little busted. It's definitely busted. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something I heard again and again where um, women thought they were going to have partners and children by a certain time, and then they just didn't for a variety of reasons, a lot of which make tons of sense. I mean, I think they 
they had financial trouble, so they thought, oh, I'll just wait until I have more money. And then by the time they had more money, it wasn't on the table physically necessarily, and, and, and you know, or they didn't have somebody with them. And so just hearing that, that level of disappointment is really, um, is really powerful, I think, because we were raised thinking that was just going to be at our, at our beck and call. Um, but I think whoever it is that you have, I think you, I think you need support at this age. And I do think people are making it up because there isn't the, you get married at 24, you have children at, you know, 24 or 25, you have, um, and you, and you go through life that way. Uh, because things are so different now, I think people are living together much longer. They're having kids sometimes. Like I have friends who have, who are my age, who have babies, little babies. And I have friends my age who have kids in their 20s. And I have a 13-year-old and a 25-year-old stepson. Um, and it's like you just, there's, there's no formula, and everyone has to just make it up as they go along. And I think the good news is that you can really um, invent your own relationship, and, and things can be however you and whoever you're with want them to be. I was definitely struck in your book when you talked a little bit about blame in relationships and how um, women can sometimes fall into the trap of blaming their partners for the choices that they made. Mm-hmm. And, of, you know, I fought with that a little bit because I do know a lot of women, and honestly, I also know a lot of men whose choices have been heavily influenced by the expectations of their partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know men who got into careers that made them miserable yeah. and stayed in jobs that made them miserable because there were they were married to women who expected that they would just, you know, right. get out there and make some money. <laughs> right. And um, so I, I, I'm curious about how you—the blame doesn't help. Yeah. How do you unknot that knot? Um, well, you know, people better, stronger than I am like, as far as— um, Therapists and experts have have done a better job, but one that I really loved was um, Daphne DeMarneff. Mm. You know, so she wrote this book called The Rough Patch, and one thing she said in it that really resonated with me is that we we tend to blame our partners for so many things, um, but it's not it's not other people that that limit our choices, and it's not marriage that keeps you from doing all these things you wish you could do. And um, it's life. It's 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 not this person. And I think it's very easy, she said, to to focus it on this person. And like you said, sometimes it is the person. But in my experience and in the people I talked to, what I saw most often was they were projecting all of these disappointments onto the situation. And a lot of people I know who who got divorced found that right around the corner they had a lot of the same problems. So mm-hmm. expectation is something you hold yourself to what you what you yeah. want for yourself versus what you're what you're actually able to achieve but i think there's another dark force like blame which is competition mm. and or comparison yeah and we i think we're immersed in that in this culture with social media and even just in the workplace we're always comparing ourselves yes. to the woman next to us how do you get around that <laughs> <laughs> i think as much as you can i think you replace uh, digital relationships with real ones, because that's one thing that I heard again and again was that social media makes people feel bad. Just yeah. looking at those idealized, filtered pictures, it just gives you the sense that everyone else has it figured out. And so I think if you're able to actually have these real conversations like you all have, I think it it gives you a more realistic and accurate idea of what's going on around you. Last fall, I got together with a friend, a woman I love, who I hadn't seen all summer long, and she'd had this incredible summer of travel. She'd just been all over the world, and there were pictures of her everywhere with monuments <laughs> of all kinds behind her, um, looking gorgeous, 
with beautiful children, husband, whatever, got together with her, and I said, wow, you've had yourself a summer. And she said, oh, it's horrible. So <laughs> glad to be done with it. I dragged myself all the hell over thinking you would make me feel better, and it made me feel awful. Oh. And I just thought, well, hell. You know, like, <laughs> you can't win for losing. Like, yeah. I, I wish, I wish, I wish just one of those pictures had been of her I don't know, dragging a roller bag <laughs> through an airport, looking bedraggled, <laughs> taking a selfie, child, yeah. saying, like, I thought this would be great, but it actually is kind of sucking. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess you would have gotten a pile on of hate. Like, you're so lucky you're getting off a plane from Timbuktu. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck in wherever, and it's 99 degrees. But yeah. But I don't know. It would have helped me. Yeah. <sighs> well, and I think that's true of, like, the Christmas letter every year. Oh. <sighs> Where people just talk about how great everybody's great. Look at that. Once again, another year of everybody excelling in every way. And and yeah, I wish too. It was it was possible to have the honest Christmas letter and the honest Instagram post. Do you really though? Because sometimes they could be super heavy. I mean, I know <laughs> stuff that goes on in my family or friends and you just don't wanna like you know, I, one friend of mine, his brother just committed suicide. I, that's not a letter you want to open. That's not a Christmas letter, yeah. No, geez, that's yeah. just tough. Maybe we should just abandon the Christmas letter. <laughs> maybe, maybe if that's the answer. If it's completely dishonest <laughs> yeah. and it honestly just sows misery, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? I don't, Lisa's like, no, the Christmas <laughs> I, I letter is an important letter. <laughs> I've never sent a Christmas letter. I send a Christmas card with just a picture, which— this year, it gets hard. my family's growing, and it gets harder and harder. When I grew up, we had six kids and tons of pets, and getting everyone to <laughs> even look at the camera was impossible. Okay. So we're getting our family's getting to that point now too. We cannot get all four children to look at the camera <laughs> or make a nice face. So this year, we have a screaming baby, and we made a speech bubble just saying ho 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 because we, we couldn't get a picture that's with her. Great. Yeah, so we that's, do a card, no letter. I like that. I, I like, like that, that too. a lot. I think that's the solution. That's the, you know, that's the honest Christmas card slash letter. Yeah, you just have to be honest. I do think that, well, there are two things that as a woman who's not a Gen Xer but has gone through this interesting stage. Mm-hmm. One is to be honest, honestly, yes. and and stop lying to yourself and to other people and stop yeah. the pretense. And the other is just to realize it's not, part of being honest is it's, to realize it's not as bad as you keep telling yourself mm-hmm. it is. The awfulizing, I mean, my gosh, yeah, you're working hard, but you're not carrying your chamber pot out though to the, to dump it out of the window every morning you know Seth Godin talked to us about that like just take, amazing yeah, plumbing. <laughs> can you imagine if we lived in a time before tampons before plumbing yes. I would have been terrible yes, absolutely so yeah. there's some you know even though we have to make beds it's way better than it could be <laughs> and that it has been yeah you know yeah and I think and I think practicing gratitude for all the things you have and and the times we live in and all of that is is part of it Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. And I also loved that in your book, you include a, not a playlist, but a midlife (laughs) mixtape. Because, of course, you were referencing what every Gen Xer knows, which is that mixtapes are are how you unlock the heart of another person. Yeah. But I love the songs on your mixtape. Oh, Oh, you got to get that part. Tell me some of the songs. It's at the very, 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 very end of the book. (laughs) What's your favorite 
Gen X song? Oh gosh. Well, the one I the one I mentioned, I think, in the book is "Cruel Summer" because that was, <laughs> that was what I was having um, when I wrote when I wrote it. But there's a great Dolly Parton song, like PMS Blues. There's like there's a, a lot of um, songs from different eras. Wow, is Dolly too. having a moment right now? I love her. I just think she should be sainted. So much love. So, are you moving out of it? Do you feel like you've processed this whole the the secret of of middle age and your and and you've unpacked Can't you tell? it? I'm <laughs> fully actualized. <laughs> um, you know what? It's funny. Like it, writing this book really did cure the midlife crisis part of my life. And then things got incredibly hard. Where I, um, I have a parent diagnosed with cancer, and child, my child at home burned down, and you know other people have died. It's it's been um, it's been a really rough fall. And thank God I wrote this book before all these things happened because I feel like I have this support system in place, um, and I know this is inevitable that the times are going to be hard and my expectations are not high. And um, so I just, I feel really lucky that I had, I had done the book and I had done the research and talked to all these women and made these new friends. And then um, that has helped me so much deal well, with all this stuff. We feel really lucky for getting to talk to you because oh. really good advice. Thank you so much Thank for being so with much. us. Thank you so much. Thanks for what you do. Okay, everybody, the book is Why We Can't Sleep, Women's New Midlife Crisis. And for more from Ada, check out adacalhoun.com. The Road to Somewhere is recorded in New York City. Make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review us. We would love to hear from you. Where are you on your journey? Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at pod2somewhere. And email us at roadtosomewhere at iheartmedia.com. Special thanks to Alicia Haywood, our incredible producer. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on The Road to Somewhere. We're available on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.